Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Going to dive right into it because there's, as usual, so, uh, so much to get to. Um, this wealth tax from Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. I love the fact that the billionaires are starting to get a little bit nervous. Wait a minute. Maybe we should stop saying, yeah, go ahead and ta- tax us to death. We love it. Uh, now they've got somebody who is pretty hardcore in their Marxist beliefs. Now they got, in fact, two of the leading candidates on the Democrat side who are hardcore Marxists. And now they're starting to think, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe we shouldn't have been encouraging this all along. It's it's pretty amazing. Uh, even Bill Gates is warning people about Elizabeth Warren and this wealth tax thing. I mean, Bill Gates is... He's the king of, oh, I don't care. You tax me as much as you want to. I like it. The more you take for the government to squander, the better it is for me. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) I want to do my fair share. I want to pay my fair share. And and again, what is that? What is your fair share? Should you give away half of your income? Because they do already. I mean, they don't give it away. It's taken, confiscated by the government. Between state and federal, easily half is gone. Yeah. He's probably more like 60% is gone. Medicare, Medicaid, you know, that tax, uh, the, the, is it FICA? Yeah. Yeah, it's the FICA, it's the Social Security, then you got the federal, then you got the state. Uh, easily, 55 to 60% of their wealth is taken right there. Yeah, and that word in any phrase that incorporates the word fair is so arbitrary yeah. and, and so bogus. Don't let your kids use that word. Well, okay? if, and if, if 60% of your wealth, if that's not fair, I, I don't know what is. <laughs> I know. I don't, it's not fair to the wealthy person, but it's certainly more than fair to the government and all the people who have their hands out to the government. Uh, it's, it's insane. So now this, this nouveau Marxism has swept the Democrat party. And I think it's starting to scare the crap out of people like Bill Gates because Elizabeth Warren is just a naked Marxist who just absolutely hates billionaires for whatever reason. They've got too much money and she can't stand it. So, while Gates says he's in favor of raising taxes in a variety of ways, he doesn't share the view that billionaires shouldn't exist at all, which is the view. It's the viewpoint of uh, Elizabeth Warren and AOC and that whole crowd. He said, maybe I'm just too biased to think that if you create a company that's super valuable, that at least some part of that you should be able to have. (sighs) Yeah, you think? A little bit for consumption, and hopefully the balance to do philanthropic things. Okay. That's what he said at a, at a conference yesterday. Mm-hmm. He corrected, quickly corrected uh, Andrew Sorkin when he suggested the businessman had historically been in, high, in favor of a high wealth tax, hmm. saying he doesn't support that. He supports a high estate tax, which 
is immoral to me. I, why would you? Why would you support a high estate tax? Do you have children, Bill? Why should your kids not have more say in what happens to your wealth after you're gone than the government does? Why, after you've paid a lifetime of taxes? And he said, "Well, listen to this quote: I've paid over ten billion dollars in taxes. I've paid more." than anyone in taxes, which is probably pretty close to true. If I'd had to pay $20 billion in taxes, fine. But when you say I should pay $100 billion, okay, now I'm starting to do a little math about what I have left over. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, yeah, and then he's not going to be as philanthropic as he is. People are going to suffer in Africa. He's got all of these programs going on in that's Africa right, that that's right. are, are really pretty cool. I mean, he does do... A lot of great humanitarian work. To end the human race? <laughs> so humanitarian work to end humans. No, that's a separate issue. Oh, okay. Ending humans uh-huh. thing. We'll, that's a di- we'll deal another, with that at a different another day. time. Yeah. <laughs> and we have, actually. But yeah. we'll do it again, I'm sure. But the, guy's, the guy has paid $10 billion in taxes. He's paid taxes his entire life. So then when he dies, why does the government deserve... Half of what he still owns. That makes no sense whatsoever. None. You've already paid your taxes. I, you don't have any claim to what I have left over. None. So you you don't want him to pay his fair share? Then is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I don't. Because he's already done oh, that. Wow. Okay. He's already done that. Yeah. By the way, definition of fair: mm-hmm. um, without cheating or trying to achieve unjust advantage. Just because you're rich mm. doesn't mean you cheated your way to get there. Oh wait. Wait, is Bill Gates a bad example on that one? <laughs> kind of. So yeah. anyway, as long as you haven't cheated kind to of. get there or, or or unjustly acquired your wealth, then it's fair by its nature of you earning it. Yeah. Have you seen the, uh, I think it's a Netflix, I think if it's, it's a Netflix documentary on Bill Gates. I think it's called Bill Gates Brain. Uh, no, you mentioned this. Yeah. It sounds really good. Yeah, it, it is pretty good. And it, the guy is smart. Mm-hmm. He is brilliant. And he did take what, what he got from Xerox and IBM and applied it in a practical way, <laughs> which they couldn't apparently do. I mean, the mouse, I think it was Xerox that, that invented the mouse. They didn't know what to do with it. Gates did. I want to take that, and that's going to make my operating system much easier wow. to control. Wow. And so the guy is brilliant, and there's no doubt about that. And he is uh, philanthropic. Yeah. Um, but it's great that he's standing up to Elizabeth Warren and saying, uh, no, no. And in fact, he wouldn't even commit to voting for Elizabeth Warren over Donald Trump if it wow. came to that. <laughs> That's So when do the pretty protests amazing. Uh, at Microsoft begin? Uh, probably today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how can you blame him? What, you want to take $100 million of my money now? That, that would leave him with what? I think we just saw eight or six or eight billion dollars left over, which is still, you know, a lot of money, more than all of us combined listening to this program probably <laughs> uh, will have Oof. in a lifetime. Wow! So he's currently worth mm-hmm. one hundred and six point eight billion. One hundred and six point eight. Okay, man, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Mm, that's a lot. But he earned it for the most part. He he earned it. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you got you've got Jamie Dimon, who is also. Warning everybody about Elizabeth Warren. Hmm. Um, Well, another Wall Street billionaire. 
and chairman and CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, and he's talking about how Elizabeth Warren is vilifying billionaires. So you've got these guys who are starting to push back against her, which finally, thank you. Yeah, Jamie Dimon, uh, he lives on the poor side of the tracks with his one point six billion. Wow! Worth, wow! Um, which is wow by Keith Math. What one percent of what Bill Gates is worth? My gosh! Should we do a GoFundMe page for him? We should. Maybe we should. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. That's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm worried about him now. I thought he had a little bit more than that, but geez, how do you gonna make how do you make ends meet? You don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You just you you find a way. You power through. Oof. So uh Elizabeth Warren for her part was asked about it and she said uh that it's amazing because look at how how angry and and uh, vile they are. How I've made them so angry. No, you're you're they They've been really calm and composed as they've spoken about Elizabeth Warren's plan. It's she that is so angry about billionaires. She gets up on stage and rails against billionaires every single appearance. And so does Bernie Sanders, for that matter. So it's uh, it's nice to see that they're getting a little bit of pushback and uh, m- maybe... Maybe the capitalist side of some of these billionaires will come out here. Because uh, we, uh, the, I don't think the nation survives an Elizabeth Warren presidency or no. a Bernie Sanders presidency. What, 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 here's a quote from her. I'm really shocked at the notion that anyone thinks I'm punitive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If for nothing else, we can't let the word notion get legs again. We, we've had eight years right. of notion being thrown in our face by Barack Obama. Right. Can't have it again. Ugh. Can't have that. Uh, yeah, she's pathetic. Uh, 888-900-3393. And it bat unleashed on Twitter. Then we get to uh, Pete Buttigieg. Mm. Uh, Pete has been saying some interesting things. You know, this guy crusades almost like a uh, Christian crusader, frankly. On the Democrat side of the ledger... He's always talking about Christianity. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he is using the exact playbook that won the Congress for Democrats in 2006. Going to the churches, do the, I mean, this is a winning strategy. Yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. He is really doing it. And uh, it's interesting, uh, Ivan, because he's somewhat selective in... (laughs) What? Citing scriptures and whatnot and so forth. Uh, here's some of what he had to say yesterday about his values. Not lately. And faith doesn't have to be something to divide us. But first of all, we've got to recognize that one of those many values honored by our flag is the fact mm-hmm. that it belongs to people of every religion and of no religion equally. That's a basic American principle. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Pete. Mm-hmm. But I'm also offering to people who are guided by a faith tradition yeah. in making their decisions about what they think is right and wrong, uh-huh. that when I'm president, you'll never have to look at the White House and scratch your head and think, whatever happened, to I was hungry and you fed me. Oh, I was wow. a stranger and you welcomed me. Whatever you've mm-hmm. done to the least of these, yeah. you have done to me. <laughs> those values matter, too. Yeah. This guy. You don't even understand I'm about those values. about democracy, not as a system, mm-hmm. but as a value. 
the, the belief democracy. The thing about democracy. Our country is better when the views of everybody are taken into account and when we have a system that actually reflects what we, the American people, want. That's why it's so important to do something about Citizens United and get money out of politics. Yeah, because everybody should have a say except for uh, people who run corporations. They shouldn't have any say. Okay, if people work at a corp- at a company, uh, you, we don't want to hear from you. We don't want to hear from you. We don't want your money. We don't want your freedom of speech. We don't want none of that. Are you saying that corporations are people? Yes, I, I'm saying that they are made up. There's no such thing as a corporation as an entity that votes or donates money. <laughs> This, so, does the building get a vote? No, like, it like doesn't. Like the structure itself uh-uh. show up? In no, November? and that's what you would think to listen to these buffoons. <laughs> and then again, you know, the selective Christianity routine is really wearing thin on me. I wasn't excited about it at the beginning. I'm really tired of it now. But secondly, I was hungry and you fed me. Right. Did you notice, Pete? That scripture doesn't say what I was hungry. The government confiscated my money and uh, and then squandered most of the money they stole and then gave me the scraps from what they took from somebody else. It doesn't say that. We as individuals are supposed to feed the hungry, clothe the hungry and the poor. Individuals do charity work, not the government. And third, we're not a democracy! I... I, they're, they're never going to get that through their thick skulls. No. no. Uh, but he's as agonizing to, to listen to as Elizabeth Warren is and, and Bernie Sanders. And the guy, I don't know, they keep saying he has momentum and he might be the dark horse in this thing. And every poll that comes out, at least the national polls, find him at about 7%. He was at 5 to 7% months ago. He's at 5 to 7% now. I think except for Iowa. Where he seems to be doing really well. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you feel sluggish or bloated or you get sick easily, you need to lose some weight. The global health supplement industry is worth over a hundred billion dollars right now, and a lot of it is just synthetic junk that doesn't work. Some of it can even make your symptoms worse, and that's why Dr. Michael Kim was compelled to create Field of Greens. He was frustrated with all the garbage on the market, wanted to create something really good for average everyday people that's why he created field of greens it boosts your immune system helps with your digestion and all-around health because it's made of a hundred percent usda organic fruits and vegetables give it a try go to brickhousepat.com you'll get 15 percent off your first order when you use the offer code pat your satisfaction is guaranteed or you get your money back so there's no risk involved here don't get fooled by phony imitations. Have some peace of mind. Look and feel better with Brickhouse, Brickhouse uh, Nutrition's Field of Greens. BrickhousePat.com. Offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So as we look ahead to uh, some of the other primary states... Uh, South Carolina, which is fourth on the list, goes Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, sneaked in there, and then South Carolina. In South Carolina, in the South, yeah, he's sixth. Sixth place with 4% of the vote. Four. Wow. He is trailing Tom Steyer in South Carolina. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, not by much, but 
I mean, this wow. is this is the latest. Um, what does Steyer have? Is he at yeah. five? Okay, so this is an average of the last uh, four polls, um, mm-hmm. all in the last few weeks here. Um, if you take them all together, Biden 35, Warren 15, Sanders 12, Harris 7, then Steyer 4.5% to Buttigieg is 4.0%. Yeah, he's got he's got an issue with minorities, with blacks in particular. They mm-hmm. don't like him. There was the whole South Bend police officer thing that That's right. they're not really happy with uh, the way he handled that. And... Uh, it is pretty much a fact, and many people have said it lately. The blacks seem to have an issue with him being gay. Yeah, I mean, seriously. So I think I think those are two hurdles uh, for him with the uh, black vote. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, and one of these polls down in South Carolina, he was at zero percent. Remember that four was an average zero four three nine, where the uh, wow, where the four most recent polls uh, in the Palmetto State. Mm. Wow. Okay. It's amazing. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, and you just you just have to hope that whoever is the nominee, they're going to get steamrolled by Donald Trump because we can't <laughs> afford any of these Democrats to be president of the United States. We do you, can't. Do you think that there's going to be a strong, organized third-party push this time? No. Or you think so? Okay. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a binary choice. I again, think so. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. a lot of people are talking about maybe you know Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, but Will. would she be a? I don't. Would she be a force? I don't. I don't know that she would. Yeah, who and knows? And she said yesterday on the View that she isn't going to run. Oh, good. Okay, because yeah. I knew she originally said that, but so good she's recently yeah. confirmed that. Okay, she was she was pretty definitive mm-hmm. to the point where if she were to run, you'd be like, wait, what? What? <laughs> you told us so. You lied. Um. Yeah, her appearance on The View yesterday was really pretty interesting because she called out Joy Behar. Uh, so it was pretty impressive. Here's what happened. Uh, well, look, the facts are important, and uh, we'll get to that. I want to start with something that I think is also important uh, about do. facts mm-hmm. because recently on your show here... I was uh, just going to get to that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to get to that. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, she sounds like she's playing the character of a witch when she just speaks. Right. Yes, she yes, yes, she does. Helping you out. <laughs> you want me to ask you? The um, yeah. No, look, some of you have you accused me of being a, uh, a traitor to my country, a Russian asset, mm. a Trojan mm. horse, mm. Uh, or a we useful, a useful idiot. I think was the term well, that you used. Which- well, useful. That's not what she said. Uh, oh. Joy Behar called her a useful idiot. Yeah. She said, I'm not necessarily saying that she's a Russian agent, but she's a useful idiot the way Donald Trump is a useful idiot for the Russians. Uh, So, yeah, she's trying to wiggle out of it, and she can't. Basically means that I'm uh, naive or or lack intelligence to know what's going on. They use that. I want to let your viewers know exactly who I am. All right. Set the record straight. I am a patriot. Mm -hmm. I love our country. I am a strong and intelligent woman of color. And I have dedicated almost my entire adult life to protecting the safety, security, and the freedom mm-hmm. of all Americans in this country. It was the attacks on 9-11. Well, so we, I guess, I guess we 
we're getting we're getting a little bit far ahead of ourselves. But uh, Franklin Graham finds you refreshing. He doesn't find me refreshing. Uh, Richard Nobody Spencer, does. the white nationalist leader, says he could vote for you. Joy, this is why, I mean, this you're is on why you're I'm on here. Tucker Carlson at least ten times. Why don't you go on Chris this, Wallace's this is, show? This is why I'm here. Listen to how uh, pissed she yeah. is. She didn't like being called out on her own show, and mm-hmm. that show. I mean, the guts it took from Gabbard to come into that viper's den and just confront him face to face is it's pretty amazing because uh, you and other people continue to to spread these innuendos that nice. have nothing to do with who i am well right. hillary clinton started it and then you shot back at her boy you called her the queen of <laughs> you, warmongers you, you double down unfortunately you, you double down on the baseless accusations that she made mm-hmm. that strikes at the core of who i am i'm a soldier mm-hmm. Because of the attacks on 9-11, I enlisted in the military to go after and defeat and destroy the evil that visited us on that day. I've served now for over 16 years, uh, deployed twice the Middle East during the height of the war where every single day I saw firsthand the terribly high human cost. Why I ran for Congress. We actually have the clip of Hillary Clinton just to put this yeah, in context. So let me, talking about. Let's, let's take a look at that. Let me, not, let's take a look at that because let's just change the subject here because let's... Uh, the, the the heat on me is getting a little too warm, a little too hot right now. <laughs> she really took her to the uh, woodshed there. Uh, yeah, and, and that I was lo- great. And when she tried to deflect to Hillary Clinton, that just was a nice segue for Tulsi to go, yeah, and you doubled down on those comments. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. She played that very well. Really nicely done. Uh, I like her. I mean, I, I, can't, I wouldn't vote for her, obviously, yeah. because... And a lot of people started to say, mm. don't praise her too much. No, I know. You know? <laughs> Because yeah. she's still a socialist. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if she's a socialist, yeah. but she's she's definitely she's definitely a, a Democrat liberal. And she's definitely I wouldn't, far you know, too left for me to ever consider yes, voting for would her. would not vote for her. But, you know, we can admire her from afar without voting for her. Yeah. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And I like people who go into a... Uh, a situation like that where everybody's stacked against her they uh they have been bashing her for a while now and she just calmly takes them apart right in front of their face uh it's great especially when it's joy behar who's it's one of the nastier human beings uh <laughs> on the face of the planet triple a nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at that unleashed on twitter uh, just two muck and fudge sent us after the show yesterday. I guess there's a new cover for uh, oh. for Madden 21. So Madden next 21. year when when Madden 21 comes out, uh, they they have a new cover for that. And oh, let's see. Oh, there look at is. that. There you go. The cat. It's the it's the black cat <laughs> superstar from the other oh. night. Now he's got the Madden curse. He's gonna get hurt. He's gonna <laughs> injure his little paw. That's gonna happen. Yep, and he'll probably never play in the league again. My goodness. Yep. Well, we'll always have Monday Night Football. Yeah, they can't take that from us. Mm -mm. So ABC News said their report on Epstein didn't meet their editorial standards. (laughs) Uh, And so so that's why why they didn't publish all the Epstein stuff that, was it Amy Roback, Mm -hmm. said she had three years ago. And ABC just shelved it all, and they wouldn't run it. And, they, and the reason they won't is because that didn't meet our editorial standards. Well, Sabes84 says, uh, I just realized something. ABC News has such high editorial standards that they tried to pass the Kentucky 
gun rage video oh, as yeah. Syria footage. That's right, the, the gun range video um, uh, that they tried to say was Syria, that, that, that passed. That was that met the standard at ABC. When the gun range exploded mm-hmm. and it looked like it was a war zone, yep. they used that to, <laughs> to uh, say it was Syria right after we pulled out to make it look like the the Turks were slaughtering the people that we just left behind. But you see, the Epstein But those are stuff, high editorial standards. Yeah, exactly. The Epstein stuff, they only had for the three years. Okay? Right, right, right. This, they turned around, they took their time, they turned it around in a good 30, 40 minutes, and so they really took the time to investigate the source of that video. <laughs> My God, It's hard to believe in this day and age that could actually happen. Because it's too easy to, uh, I mean, in minutes, somebody's going to say, that's... That's not Syria. <laughs> uh, you know, there was a time when you could get away with that kind of stuff. And you might get away with it for a while, for quite a while, or maybe permanently. But you can't do that anymore. Also, yesterday, we had the story of the uh, 11,000 scientists mm. who said we've got to stop mincing words on climate change. They've been mincing words on it? Saying that we have 12 years left to live? <laughs> okay. Uh, Kara32 tweets, curious, who was it from AOC's office that influenced these 11,000 scientists to tell it like it is after all this time? Uh, also from uh, Taco, Taco Making Slug, <laughs> what the 11,000 scientists are running out of time on is getting people to buy their propaganda. I hope that's true. Yeah. I, I just, I, from Jeffy's 18 Spoons, Renewable energy solution. Let's start heating our homes with global warming. Sure, that will create a perpetual crisis solution cycle, but let's not get bogged down by the facts. I kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't that be uh, carbon neutral, as they say? Seems like yeah. Because we just be mm-hmm. using. <laughs> yeah, that works. From Bivital biological brother-in-law, <laughs> the Bivital part. That's from Milana Mar, right? From uh-huh. one of her speeches. Uh huh. When the trees go up against the stars, you can throw out all the record books. Yeah, because yesterday <laughs> we are talking about the fact that they've overstated the deforestation problem. And in fact, we have three trillion trees on the planet. More trees than there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy. And it's not even close. Yep. Three trillion trees to a hundred billion stars. I mean, that's... I mean, come on. Oof. The trees win big there. So... Yeah, you throw out all record books when they get together uh, on the playing field. (laughs) Good stuff. (laughs) I don't know how they're getting together on the playing field. Don't think it through. Right, Mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, Also, Jeff Sessions is planning to run for Senate Mm. in Alabama. I like this guy. Yeah. And and I'm a little disappointed in the White House that they continue to bash him, and I'm sure they're going to try to... uh, I'm sure they're going to... They're going to try to circumvent his campaign. They're going to try to short short out that campaign by probably doing a massive tweet storm against him, I would guess. And it's disappointing because Jeff Sessions was the first and one of the few U.S. senators to get behind uh, President Trump at a time when his friend and person who ideologically was much closer to him in Ted Cruz... You just forgot about Cruz, yeah, and he went with Trump immediately. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Sessions gives up his seat 
to join the Trump administration. Right. And that seat now becomes Democrat. Yep. And because, well, I won't say because, but Trump supported Roy Moore. And then Roy Moore, of course, we know what happened with him. Mm-hmm. So you should be getting behind Jeff Sessions to go back and get that seat for the Republicans. Uh, White House is apparently opposed to this, and I think they're going to make that very well known. We'll see. Maybe he won't. Uh, but I, I hope he doesn't, because I think Sessions was a good senator, and he's a, he's a decent guy. And he recused himself from the Russian thing. Because he thought it was the right thing to do. He wasn't trying to circumvent the... He wasn't trying to hurt the president. He wasn't trying to stab him in the back. He just thought it was the right thing to do. I... So, regardless, uh, he's about to he's about to announce his run, it looks like, uh, for the U.S. Senate. And it's going to be interesting to see if he can win that seat if the president uh, comes out strongly against him. That would be quite a battle, I think. Uh, so we'll see. One of his uh, one of his aides said something about. Uh, he said Session is the favorite in the primary. If Trump decides to embark upon a tweet storm, that changes everything. Uh, that's even from that's from Sessions' own people. So uh, yeah, I think they're hoping the president will stay on the sidelines there and not go after him. We'll see. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, one weird trick tweets. If corporations are people and Soylent Green is people, are corporations Soylent Green? Oh, wow. Pretty good question. That's a great question. Sean Perry Who tweets, Pat, mentioning anything about Elizabeth Warren and naked in the same sentence is a violation. Oh, no. Mm. You call her like mm-hmm. a naked socialist or something? Probably. Oh. Naked Marxist? There it is. Maybe. Yeah. Either way, good point by Sean Perry, who? Exponential bivital dystopin. Joy isn't playing the character of a witch, Keith. She has the character of a witch. <laughs> so it's easier for her to come across that way. I see. see. Thank you. See how that works. <laughs> uh, I found that tweet of Elizabeth Warren's where she's talking about how angry these billionaires are. Uh, the first one was about Jamie Dimon. It's really simple, she tweets. Jamie Dimon, who is the CEO of J.P. Morgan, and his buddies are successful in part because of the opportunities, workforce, and public services that oh. we all paid for. Uh, you, you I, this argument, yeah. it's only fair that he and his billionaire friends chip in to make sure everyone else has a chance to succeed. Wow. That tweet is the 2019 version of Obama saying, you didn't build that. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. And we all use the same roads and, and infrastructure. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's paid for that, too. He's helped pay for that as well. And all the rest of us use those same services and didn't get where he is. So there's something there that he's done that some of us haven't done that enabled him to be as successful as he is. Well, he won life's lottery. Uh-huh. <laughs> so ridiculous. Jeez, I hate that argument. Yep. Then she tweeted out, the fact that they've reacted so strongly, so angrily, exclamation point to being asked to chip in more tells you all you need to know 
The system is working great for the wealthy and well-connected. Well, they weren't always wealthy and well-connected. How did they get? How did they get wealthy and well-connected? In in eighty percent of the cases, by working their asses off. That's how. The, the most of these billionaires didn't inherit the money they have. So she writes, uh, system is working well for them, and Jamie Dimon doesn't want to change that. I'm going to fight to make sure it works for everyone. Okay. All right. Uh, seriously, because I remember that one time I heard this story, how Sam Walton, one time he just like snapped his fingers, mm-hmm. and there were thousands of huge stores that sold everything you could possibly want. Oh, because of our infrastructure? Yeah, yeah. He was able to just yep. walk into the stores mm-hmm. already built... And, and somebody then, else put them up there. Yeah, and then you walk in there, uh, and yeah. just overnight, there was loaves of bread and oil <laughs> for your truck. Like, in the All stores. in the same place? All in the same stores, uh, same place oh, in wow. all the stores. Yeah. It's, wow. But it's so be- he just walked into that right, because and of said, us. I'm going to take over all these stores. And and who built the roads uh, that, that lead there? Uh, you and me, brother. The, yes. You and the me. The little did people yep. did that. And we have we've built even the though roads. I don't think we were even born when Sam Walton started doing that. <laughs> we, we still built those roads. We built the roads for dang it, everybody everywhere. There's just one that we haven't built yet, and it's the one that goes from my house to your house. Every other one we've we've built. Yeah, we're gonna talk to Jamie Diamond about that. Yeah, can you get that? Because yeah, I'd like to visit to you sometime. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to him about it. I mean, it'd be nice if you would. Because he's been using those roads. He's come over to my house quite a few times. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, so just, but, but he's a billionaire, so just, he's got super secret access to lack. extra stuff. The one road, there's a there's a puppy dog out in the yeah. out in the hallway there. There's a puppy in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that we can't touch that dog though. Can't, why can't we touch the dog? I want to pet the dog. Why can't I pet your dog? We got a we got a news flash yesterday. Glenn's here with his with his service dog. And we've been told not to touch the dog. What if he comes over into my space? Now, why, why oh. is why is he here today? Is it bring your doggy? Can you turn on Glenn's mic. Uh, it's bring your doggy to work day. Can you turn on Glenn's mic in there? They may have switched. I think them. they're so, looking. You know what? Pot up every microphone in the entire building, and maybe one of them will be no. the one that he's sitting. Still. Against. There hey. he is! Hey, hey there, there it is! Hi, okay. hey, there Uno. you are. How you doing? Stereo. Can I talk? Mm-hmm. Can I talk mm-hmm. to the dog? Am I allowed to even uh, acknowledge no, the dog? German. Don't even look at oh. him. Oh. Don't even look German. at him because well, he. Guten Morgen. He loses all of his training if you look Hold at on. him. Don't touch my show, bro. Um, uh, so yeah, uh-huh. the family's gone. But I here's what I actually stopped by for. I I would like you to, and I've got all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just need you to uh, write a song about the whistleblower. Okay. Okay. I have all of the lyrics for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to hear them? Sure. Uh, Eric Caramella. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I just need a song <laughs> with those Eric lyrics. Carmella. Eric Carmella. Eric yeah. Carmella. Carmella. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, oh, oh yellow. Mm-hmm. Mix in the word yellow. No, no, no. Huh? No, those are the only lyrics. I've already written this. Back off. Oh, my bad. Those <laughs> are the lyrics. <laughs> and okay. I'd like this song to be at least 45 seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So uh, if you could just do that for me. I Yeah. I, I love the fact that uh, everybody in the press just doesn't seem to know the whistleblower's name. No, I mean... I don't know it. And it came out... Wasn't it last week? <laughs> yeah. Everybody it found out. out. Officially we last week. I've been hearing from people on Capitol Hill. They know the whistleblower. Yeah. Everybody knows the whistleblower. But we shan't say it. We shan't say it. But it's we crazy. can sing it. It's 
crazy. Oh, it's it's like so. Voldemort's name. You're it not, really you're is. You're just not supposed to say it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows the name. Right. You just can't say it. He that shall it. not be named. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We've got, we got that going for us today. <laughs> so I didn't know if you had time. Between the, now and 8? Yeah, well, 8.30 when you come on to the show. Okay, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If All you right. could write a little something. <laughs> All right. I did the hard part. You I did. wrote the you lyrics. Got that. And okay. they're good lyrics. Aren't they? Yeah. It's, I worked a long time I mean, on They them. don't rhyme, but it... Good poetry doesn't have to. It doesn't have it doesn't to. Doesn't have to. It's more of a haiku. Yeah. Okay. You know? <laughs> the, so the, uh, one, the one thing I really love about all this is that the whistleblower's attorney. You had the tweet over there uh, that. Uh, oh yeah, about Ryan the, the, the yeah yeah about, the, uh, the the coup is on. Yeah, ten yeah. days after he becomes president of the United States, he's already talking. Yep, yeah. we're going to impeach him in January of 2017. He's already saying it. No, I, I'm <laughs> like I, that was already the plan. I'm telling you right now, if the American people pay attention and they don't pay attention, do you notice the thing that the media was? doing yesterday the media yesterday was saying all of them all of them same language all of a sudden uh the uh, uh the republicans are having a hard time coming up with a uh, a defense they're having a hard time uh with this uh with this story it's all falling apart for them it was amazing mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. all of them had exactly the same story yep. uh no, that's that's not what's going on. I'm, I'm 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 clearer and clearer on my defense every single day. Yeah. Wait until you yeah. see Wednesday. Wednesday we're doing another special, and uh, you want to know what they're afraid of? Oh, I'll I'll show you what they're afraid of. This is why if they if they actually admit that this is the whistleblower, the whole thing comes undone because he's connected to all mm-hmm. of it. Yep. The chalkboard, his mm-hmm. fingers are all over that chalkboard. That's I got a, I got a question. Have mm-hmm. you had to purchase for these specials more chalkboards? Because I don't think I've ever seen this many, you know, gathered in one spot in this building at one time. We they're very hard to get now. Are you they're, really? they're very yeah. hard to get. So we only have 4 of them, but my I protect goodness. them like they're my own children. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the dog is in. There we go. Yeah. To protect the chalkboard. Protect the chalkboard. He yeah. didn't give a flying crap about me, but you go right. after that chalkboard, mm-hmm. he's all over you. Tear your throat out. Yeah, tear your throat out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All so. right. All right. Just uh, sorry to interrupt. No, I, no. That I was good. Thank I was you. waiting so, for you to go to commercial so, so break. So you, you do a show? We don't go to commercial uh, break here. When does it come on? Uh, about uh, an hour and 14 minutes, 16 minutes. Boy, I hate math. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're you're coming up uh, right after Pat here on the Blaze. You got a show now? Wow, that's when did that start? They give that to you? No, they gave it to me. I, it's ah. only a trial. Okay, it's okay. only a trial. It's All right, <laughs> uh, but uh, probationary period right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, All how's right. it going? Are you having fun doing this? Not really. No. No. Uh-uh. No, it's not going well. You know what? People don't like me. Stick with it. Stick with it. Stick with it. It'll click. Yeah. When I first moved to Connecticut, um, I wasn't uh, I wasn't on TV yet, and I do you remember this? Mm-hmm. I wasn't on TV yet. And uh, and I wasn't carried in in that market, and somebody came up to me. I was known as Tanya's husband. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, I know that feeling. Yeah, I was yeah. known as Tanya's husband, and mm-hmm. uh, and people would come up to me at church and they'd say, "So what do you do?" And I said, "I I do a radio show." Oh, really? <laughs> um, are you carried anywhere here? No. Well. Keep trying. <laughs> keep trying. Nice. That's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll, I'll keep work trying. That. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> see you guys. Job. All right. All see, right. Ya. see ya. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Bad Unleashed on Twitter. We got to find that uh, that lawyer's tweet from. Yeah. You know, I know. I, I know. We have that somewhere. I, uh, was, I thought I just saw it in your hand. No. Was Check. it in my hand? Maybe I'm wrong. I'll, I'll look over there. It is over there. You've got it. We'll find no, it. No, it's yes. Hey, I do have it in my hand. All right. It's right here <laughs> in front of my fat face. <laughs>
So Ryan Saavedra, mm-hmm. a writer for the Daily Wire, found this little nugget, I guess, yesterday. The whistleblower's lawyer said immediately after Trump was inaugurated that, quote, the coup has started, unquote, and that impeachment will follow. Mm. So it was it was exactly 10 days after. Look at that. Uh, inauguration day. So it was January 30th, 2017. Coup has started. First of many steps. Rebellion. Impeachment will follow ultimately. Hashtag lawyers. Look at that. Look, look at all these hashtags he puts up there. Hashtag coup. Hashtag rebellion. Hashtag impeachment. Hashtag lawyers. What a... Mm. That's amazing. Mm-mm. And you look back and you think, okay, yeah, it, the first of many steps. They kept taking the steps. Yep. They had this plan. Get me something. Just get me something. And now they've executed get it. Get me something. I don't care if it's accurate or not. We're going to make it seem that way and we're going to get him out. That is incredible. That's a nice find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really nice find. Wow. Also, public hearings will uh, in Congress will begin next week for the impeachment inquiry. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna see all this in public now. It's gonna be televised now. It's gonna be like the Watergate hearings. That will be really really fun. <laughs> next week, the House Intelligence Committee will hold its first open hearings as part of the impeachment inquiry, according to Adam Schiff. On Wednesday, November thirteenth, we will hear from William Taylor and George Kent, whoever they are. On Friday, November 15th, we will hear from Marie Yovanovitch. More to come. Um, I mean, who cares? Why would you talk to Why would you talk to the ambassador in Ukraine when we've got the transcript of what was said on the call and it's been released and we've had it for a month? What I mean, what more do you need? I don't care about any of these people's testimony. It's all their opinion right now. Uh, well, to me, it sounded like yeah, it, that was a really troubling phone call. So, you're not important. What you think isn't important. We already have the evidence of everything that was said. So, the House passed a resolution last week, largely along party lines, formalizing this procedure for the probe. And uh, we'll get to endure it all next week. Won't that be nice? If you uh, were alive during the Watergate hearings... I was uh, in, you know, grade school and junior high when the Watergate hearings were going on. But I still remember them. I still remember being sick and uh, turning on the TV and being hacked off that nothing but those stupid, boring hearings were on TV. Uh, But sometimes I watched them. And I remember Ehrlichman testifying and Haldeman, all all those characters and now our kids will have the opportunity to see it all, too. Won't that <laughs> see, be fun? for me, it was Iran-Contra, you know? Okay, uh, yeah. I think it was like uh, fifth grade or so. I don't know. I remember it was the summer, right? And it was leading up to going back to school. I don't know. I just remember my grandmother saying, no, you should pay attention. You should watch this. Y'all are going to talk about this in school. And I'm thinking, no, I'm in fifth grade, Nana. Come on. It's not, <laughs> no. But I watched them, and uh, look what happened to me. Look what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here you are. Uh a book claims that senior officials believed Pence would support the use of the 25th Amendment. Hmm. When it, whose book is this? Uh, oh, you know the author? The author's name? His name is, um, or her name, or, you know, we don't know. Uh, well, it's anonymous. well, that's right. Anonymous <laughs> is the name of the author. <laughs> oh. So cowardly. Man. A warning. Reportedly written by an unnamed senior White House official. Okay. Claims that high-level White House aides were certain 
Vice President Mike Pence would support the use of the 25th Amendment to have President Trump removed from office because of mental incapacity. Well, it looks like they were uh, wrong. According to the expose, which is written by someone that the New York Times and publisher of the book say is a current or former senior White House official, using the pen name Anonymous, highly placed uh, White House officials did a back-of-the-envelope tally of which cabinet members would be prepared to sign a letter invoking Section 4 of the 25th Amendment to the Constitution, which says, if the president is deemed unfit to discharge his duties, the vice president would assume the role. The letter would need to be signed by a majority of the cabinet, delivered to Pence for his signature, and then submitted to Congress. According to Anonymous, there was no doubt in the minds of these senior officials Pence would support invoking the 25th Amendment. Hmm. Huh. It certainly didn't work out that way, did it? Anonymous. An- anonymous. Does that what not cow out all the credibility that that I, book does to me. could potentially have? It does for me, yeah. It's, uh, it's completely bogus to me. Hmm. Also, uh, Fox News host Steve Hilton... Oh, this is fun. Accuses uh, yesterday Marie Harf. Now, you remember Marie Harf wasn't always a Fox News personality. In fact, during the Obama years, she was the spokesperson at the State Department. <laughs> and so... We thought it was an odd pairing. Fox yeah, News going and getting her. Very. Uh-huh. So here's what, uh, what Steve Hilton accused <laughs> her of. And that's what you have now. That's why we shouldn't take it seriously. And further, these people inside the bureaucracy, the other thing they're doing is protecting Joe Biden. Because mm-hmm. the only real corruption allegation here <laughs> is against Joe Biden. He was in charge of Ukraine policy. He supervised billions of dollars of aid that went from the U.S. taxpayer to Ukraine. Much of that went to Burisma, a gas company that was paying his son. Mm-hmm. How much money mm-hmm. did Joe Biden channel to his son's business that's the corruption allegation no one wants to explore that these people are protecting against that there's a further element of corruption that needs to be looked into and again Mm. something that ukraine should investigate which is john kerry's corruption he was secretary of state at the time he was also involved in channeling money to ukraine his former chief of staff was hired by burisma soon after hunter biden went on the board they hired john kerry's former chief of staff, while he was secretary of state, paid him money from Burisma, could have come from the U.S. taxpayer. That money Mm. is circled back to Democratic senators who then write to the administration calling Mm. for more money to Mm. be sent to Burisma. Mm. All of that needs to be investigated. John Kerry's corruption. There's no evidence that anything you just... The facts that I've just laid out is the evidence. I worked at the State Department So you're covering up the corruption too if you defend it. Are you kidding me? These are facts. Billions of dollars I'm on this couch with you talking about the news. Please don't accuse me of covering something up. You are because you're saying there's no evidence. I've just given you the evidence. I was there and there's no evidence. The money went from the U.S. taxpayer to Burisma. This really is live. Chairman Schiff on the <laughs> the of management. Wow. Oh, boy. They're like, oh, look, oh, look, wow. somebody's speaking. Let's uh, cut to uh, that shot. No. <laughs> Is there anything happening anywhere in the world that can get us out <laughs> of this situation right now? Wow. I mean, he didn't implicate her until she decided right. to say, ah, oh, you know what? You're full of crap. Okay, well, let me tell you about where you used to work. Man, that was... Uh, Uncomfortable? Yeah, it was. I, I, but I fun. Good TV, though. Yeah, I would have loved to see that once, once they go to that shot. Okay, are the mics off? All right. <laughs> and then they really have at it. I would like to have seen that. Wow. Yeah, she was She was a little pissed. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, I uh, thought I thought he was going to be accusing her of. I thought he had knowledge of something that she did while she was at the State Department. But mm-hmm. what he was saying there is by her denying that there's any evidence, she's covering it up now. She's part of the cover up now. Uh, but it would have been great if, uh, if like the last thing he said was, <laughs> and you know where that paper trail leads back to? It leads back to you, Marie Hoff. That would have been something. Yeah. That would have been better. It yeah. was still kind of fun. Yeah, still. Yeah. You know, it's still kind of fun. But yeah, you're right. Lacking a little drama there at the end. Yes. <laughs> uh, but again, Marie Harf, very strange hire by Fox News. Every once in a while they do that, though. Uh, Donna Brazil was another really weird hire for Fox News. And I think they do that just so they're not accused of being only a yeah. you know group of conservatives who are fighting for Trump. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Much more to come here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks for being with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got some tweets here. This one from Alexandria Go. I woke up to an inch of global warming on my truck this fine morning i wonder where that was wow an inch of global warming man i'm gonna find out where where do you live alexandria go so it was so hot that it went all the way back around the spectrum to cold i think and then dropped snow on her truck i think that's how it works I think yeah, Alexandria. Like I would think is a her, but I'm. I don't want to assume any kind of gender there. You know that. Please, I mean, if we could. I uh, want a personal privilege. Yes, go yes. ahead. Go ahead. Please do not, do not use, use gendered language gender to language. to address everyone. Okay, that's a good point. I almost for, well, I did forget it for a second. Yeah. From Zoc, we have three trillion trees in the world, but only twenty-three trillion in national debt. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Look at that. Think of how many more dollars in debt than stars in the Milky Way galaxy. That's that one is staggering. That's a good line right there. Holy cow. Uh, All right. Apparently things are really good in New Delhi right now. The smog is so bad that planes can't land. (laughs) So where are the environmentalists on this? (laughs) <laughs> Why aren't the global warming people screaming at the top of their lungs about what's going on in India? Because uh, we're the bad guy, that's why. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Even though smog is blanketing India's capital so badly over the weekend that pilots couldn't see to land their planes oh. at New Delhi's International Airport. See, that's gross. Officials declared a public health emergency and schools and colleges have been ordered to remain closed this week. Private cars can only be on the road on alternate days. Cars with odd-numbered license plates may drive on odd dates while even-numbered plates are allowed on even-numbered dates. Jeez. <laughs> I have a headache every day I wake up. It's suffocating to breathe sometimes and inflammation in the nostrils and all. And eyes also. Like it kind of burns, according to Ankusha Kushi. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You like that place, right? Mm-hmm. At a hearing Monday about the pollution, India's Supreme Court said, Delhi is choking every year, and we're not able to do anything. Every year this is happening, and this continues for 10 to 15 days. 
This is not done in civilized countries. Right to life is most important. Whoa. Hmm. Whoa. Wow. Oh, careful. Yeah, maybe. And then they got some photos here that, I mean, they've got a guy walking, I don't know, maybe uh, 50 yards ahead of where the picture was taken. You can barely see him. You can only see his outline. The smog is so bad. Mm hmm. Looks pretty bad. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. Looks pretty bad. Um, and so I was thinking, you know, and I, well, I was the bad guy again. Right. Oh, absolutely. Don't forget that. We're the bad people here. And I was thinking, you know, if if one of these storms shows up, you know, like a typhoon or something comes to India, that would mm-hmm. clear it out. You don't want any kind of death or anything like that. But I thought right. that's probably what they need, some sort of big weather event. So I was looking to see if there was... Um, the monsoons when they're coming? Yeah, the monsoons. So I was looking, though, apparently right now, mm-hmm. a Category 5 super typhoon named Halong, H-A-L-O-N-G, is the strongest storm ever observed by satellite, and it's right now in the Pacific Ocean. Oh, geez. Really? That's going to be a problem. Headed toward the... Uh, is it going to India? No, the Northern Mariana Islands right now. Oh, so, wow. My goodness. The strongest ever seen. Ever seen by satellite, measured by satellite. That's uh, chilling. Uh, I'm not even, I haven't even heard of that. I haven't either. 190 miles per hour? My goodness. Gosh, the winds! What sustained winds of one ninety? Let me let me or scroll back up. Or they gust to one ninety? <clears throat> Let's see, hundred and ninety. Yeah. So, wow. Philip, uh, some uh, hurricane wow. researcher at Colorado State uh, says one hundred and sixty-five knots, which is one hundred and ninety miles per hour. Um, knots. That's another thing. It's stupid. Right? What is yeah. that? I have no idea. And no it's idea. not even spelled right. Is it metric? I, it must be, because nobody knows what a knot is. 190 knots, uh, that could be 4,000 miles an hour. And that or, would be devastating. Or it could be zero. I don't know. I don't know what that is. You think 4,000 miles an hour would be devastating? I'm, okay. I'm just uh, You don't know. Of, I'm You've guessing. never seen that. You're right. I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, by the way, Hurricane Dorian was 185 miles per hour. Wow. So, Jeez. Anywho, um, all right. I have never understood what what a knot is, by the way, or how to figure out how to measure that. Mm. Yeah, or where it came from. Mm-hmm. Who's responsible yeah, for where knots? Did, where did knot come from? Uh, we're going thirty knots. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You know those digital flood simulation maps, the ones that show how water will begin to creep into the streets of Lower Manhattan and put it underwater by the end of the century. The ones that could double as preview posters for a dystopian movie like day after tomorrow or whatever in fact i think they did use that kind of stuff they don't only exist for new york there are equally terrifying ones for cities all over the world from miami to london to sydney according to this article there is no doubt climate change is a global problem that requires a global solution there's no doubt no doubt sorry that's untrue (laughs) But national governments are ponderous. The Paris Agreement, ratified by 186 countries to reduce emissions and prevent global temperatures from rising, was a valiant attempt at collaboration. But three years in, many signers aren't meeting targets, and still, the waters rise. Truth is that environmental policy shouldn't only be discussed on a national level in those waterside cities aren't the only places that will be impacted by shifting climate. Philadelphia is going to see massive changes from the global crisis. Hmm, uh uh-oh. With our city getting hotter, wetter, stormier, and potentially more crowded. All because of global warming? 
Well, sure, because you know what you're going to have. What? Climate refugees coming into the town, into town from uh, New York. Ooh. Climate refugees from Washington, D.C. Climate Ooh. refugees from Baltimore, Maryland. You've not, all going to Philadelphia. You've not named a place where I would want a climate refugee to visit from. <laughs> New know. York, D.C., Baltimore. Right? <laughs> but that's what Philadelphia is going to deal with. Yeah. And this is from what? Philly, Philadelphia Magazine or something? Yes. Oh, boy. Yes, it is. Here we go. What, what are the, what's... So there's some things they need to do. Okay. They need to move the airport before it's underwater. Just okay. You, move the freaking airport. Do you rent a U-Haul for the weekend <laughs> I, and just lift up I'm the not runways? Sure. And... You know, you would think, okay, we got to build a whole new airport. That takes a while. Salt Lake City's doing that right now. They're building. Uh, in fact, one of the terminals is really gigantic and it's pretty well built, but they haven't moved into it. Then they're going to move into it, and then they're going to knock down. I think the existing terminal and put up yet another one so that takes a long time Mm -hmm. i think they started doing this about three years ago they're through the first phase and they open it next september so that's still four years and then there are another four years down the road to have it completely so in eight years maybe philadelphia could move their airport well but i don't know or or just you know rebuild theirs right Um, yes because i mean i when i think of philadelphia i don't think of a lot of open space to build airports. I know. So what if they just knock it down? I mean, no one wants to go to Philadelphia anyway. And so while they're building the new one, we just, mm-hmm. you know, we just drive in from other cities. Okay. That work? Well, then they're going to charge you to drive into the city too. Oh, crap. What? Yeah, they're going to charge you to drive into the city. That's a solution uh-huh. for stopping global warming? Sounds like Philadelphians a- waste more than a millennium sitting in traffic every year. <laughs> Wow. They waste more than a thousand years? Wow. Way to selectively add up the numbers that way. Those people must be really old. But our horrific state of congestion costs (laughs) us more than time and money. Transportation is responsible for 24% of citywide carbon emissions. So, okay, you got to charge people to go into the city. Okay, so we're moving the airport and we're charging to drive into town. And we're going to make it easier to own an electric car. One reason... Some of the 386,000 Philadelphians who drive to work aren't trading in their gas guzzlers for electric cars. There aren't enough places to charge up. Mm. Philly only has Wait. 135 public plugs. Wait a, a minute. figure that lags way behind. But wait a minute. Los Angeles, San Diego, What is Seattle. powering those electric <laughs> plugs? Uh, pixie dust. Magic okay. pixie dust. See, you've yeah. mentioned that on the show before, and I've <clears> never yeah. done my research. I need to look into pixie dust. You've got to, because it is such a great power source. Pixie dust is the future? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's clean. It's renewable. It's efficient. Mm-hmm. Sounds so, like, I mean, I don't know why it's perfect. we're not using pixie dust more often. I will say this. I'm seeing a lot more of those electric power-up places. You know, it yeah. looks kind of like a, it looks like a gas mm-hmm. uh, station tank, but it's, a little bit different obviously and you just and some of them are free you just pull up to it and you plug in your electric car and like there's one at the movie theater that we frequent that's uh, fairly close to us mm-hmm. and so but there's only one place you can so if there's more than one electric car sorry you're out of luck i want to see some hippies fighting mm-hmm. over the electric pump sometime i was yeah. here first but what a great place to to do one of those charging stations because it takes be there anyway. so long. Yep. Yeah. That's a good thought. Um, Philadelphians also need to get ready for hundreds of thousands of climate migrants. I was right. That's why it's going to get so 
so overpopulated. Here they come. They're coming from New York City. Gross. Yeah. Uh, lots of people, New Yorkers, are going to descend upon Philadelphia. That's because, obviously, Manhattan's going to be underwater. Boy, just think of that, how bad your town must be if you're escaping to Philadelphia. I know. Eek. Eeks. Ooh, boy. Uh, so then they want to plant more trees in low-income neighborhoods. Oh, that should fix things. Well, we already learned there's plenty of trees. We don't, we don't need no more trees. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have enough in low-income neighborhoods. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do. Remember, Baltimore, they're growing through the buildings. There's oh, so many true. trees in Baltimore, they're growing yeah. through the abandoned houses. Very true. We need to demand riverside buildings be lifted even higher. Okay. They need to bring city stakeholders together and turn a crisis into an opportunity. Uh, 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 and, oh. and I guess if they do all these things, then everything's going to be fine. Never let a crisis go to waste. Boy, sounds like a lot's wrong with Philadelphia. I mean, I'm just spitballing here, but it just mm-hmm. sounds like that town uh, mm-hmm. garbage. I'm kind of happy with our location here in mm. Dallas, uh, not being you know near uh, an ocean front, for instance. Yeah, uh, a place that could just overwhelm our city. But I guess the Gulf of Mexico could rise so much that it also envelops Dallas. And I'm thinking, know. you know, about the time it gets to Austin. You know, we might hear about it in the news. It's time to... Well, it would wash away all the poop in the streets. Head, time to head probably north. Probably wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> That's true. Well, see? Hmm. Interesting. Same for San Francisco. When the water level rises, why the human feces will be see, washed See, there out. are benefits. There are some benefits. To rising oceans. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, how, you, that's it how cleans we're your streets for free. <laughs> it gets the poop off the street. <laughs> you know what? Global warming. There are some positives here that we're overlooking. We're just too yeah. hasty, right? In our in our calculations, Philadelphia. And I will say, my wife will stop saying "burr." I'm cold. It's cold. Burr. Burr. It's cold. I'm cold. She won't be saying that as much. And, and See, that, that'll be a good thing. Let's think this through before we start tinkering yeah. with what might ultimately be a lot of solutions that we're overlooking. Maybe we should be trying to put more CO2 into the atmosphere. Huh. We could get a lot of benefits. Huh. Huh. You know, with warmer weather. Oh, by the way, food grows faster. <laughs> you know what? Uh, there was a story I saw recently that said there's so much, there's going to be so much more vegetation. Mm-hmm. What was the whole argument? There's so much more vegetation coming with uh, global warming that it's going to cause another problem. Like it, it's like every pro every solution causes another problem to the left. Like overabundant food, we're going to have too much yeah, food. Too much food. Way too much food. Oh my goodness! People are there, fat enough already. They won't be starving anymore. Jesus oh, Christ. what are we going to do then? Well, if you live in Philadelphia, you might be looking for a new place to live, and that's where realestateagentsitrust.com come in because they can help you relocate. Uh, if you need to sell your home in a place where it's going to be underwater pretty soon, or there's going to be climate refugees there, mm-hmm. and you want to find a place. Further inland, <laughs> go to realestateagentsitrust.com. They can help you do this. And you could sell your home. They've got a, a high sense of urgency on your behalf. They'll return your phone calls. And they've got great marketing plans. These are people with really great track records. They're not slugs. They know what they're doing, and they know your market, which is so important to help you decide uh, where to price your home so that it sells for the most money and uh, in the least amount of time realestateagentsitrust.com go there now we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area realestateagentsitrust.com he's got no time for morons 
except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. I'm really glad our music doesn't sound like any popular music that's ever been played on the radio because that saves us a lot of hassle. It really does. A lot of legal hassle. So, <clears throat> Who's got time for that? Nobody. Nobody does. That's why I'm really glad that song didn't sound like anything you've ever heard yeah. before. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, Italy is making the study of climate change in schools mandatory. First country in the world to do that. Gross. Finally, somebody's finally, finally somebody's taking this problem seriously. What does it take? I mean, what do you have to see before you understand what we face here? The catastrophic problem of climate change <laughs> i think what do you the, have to see the bigger story is um you see in america you don't have to mandate that because all the teachers are teaching it anyhow yeah really true uh, but yeah so i mean really if, if all the scientists you know if there's a consensus and what's taking the school so long to, to mandate this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so yeah they'll be indoctrinating italian kids uh like that's not happening mm-hmm. anywhere else please also, there's a survey now that only 2% of Hispanics prefer the politically correct term now. The new politically correct term for their ethnicity. Uh, Latin, is it Latinx or is it uh, Latin 10? Martin, it's Latinx, right? It is Latinx. Latinx, okay, so it's not that, Latin 10. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> no, not Latin 10. This okay. isn't the iPhone. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. It would be fun. Oh. This is the new Latin, the, the Latin 10 uh, version. It's the uh, new Latin 10S <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we've been waiting for for a really long Finally, time. Finally, that term. We've been waiting for that term. Midnight. It's ready. Um, so are you among the 2%, Martin, that uh, prefers to be called Latinx? That's a no. No. Okay. okay. Shoot. All right. What do you like to be called, Martin? Martin. Okay. That's boring. <laughs> that really is. Yeah. And in case you were wondering, uh, multiple is uh, the plural version of this word is Latinx is... Latin no. X's? What in the world? Yeah, there's an S that follows the X. Like all my Latin X's are in Texas? <laughs> Correct. Okay. Good. What in the world? So bizarre. Okay. Latinx. So Hispanic, I guess, is not in vogue anymore. But 44%, they did the survey. They asked people what they like to be called. 44% of Latin X's like to be called Hispanic. Huh. <laughs> then Latino or Latina? Uh-huh. I forget which is for the f- the male and which is for the Latino female, but please. Point of personal I mean, privilege. Right. Yes. Go ahead. Please. Please do yes. not use right. gendered mm-hmm. language to c- to address <laughs> everyone. Thank you. Thank See? you. And I do believe that that's Latin. Where, that's where Latinx comes in. Latino and Latina uh-huh. are are gendered language. See, and they had to come up with a mm-hmm. fake new word. Latinx and- is a gender neutral. Uh, there's a word I can't pronounce. Sometimes used instead of Latino. Or Le- Look at that, man. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nice job. You walked right into that one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11% like to be called by their country of origin, like Cuban, Mexican, Puerto Rican. Martin, where do your people come from? Where are you from? Hmm? My uh, mom's from Mexico. Mexico, okay. Mm. Do you like to be called Mexican? No, you like to be called Martin, right? Yeah, Martin. <laughs> That's, we've already established that. Okay. <laughs> Do you like to be called by your country of origin and then like the the hyphenated thing, like Cuban-American, Mexican-American? Only 7% like that. And then it goes all the way down. Uh, American, just be called American. Only 6%. Chicano or Chicana? 
I thought that was really passe. I didn't think Chicano was okay at all anymore. So what should should we make a five percent new... want to be called Chicano, Chicano and then you get down to Latinx with just two percent. How about Chicanx? Is that a thing? <laughs> no, but maybe it should be. It's a thing. Maybe it should. It be. is a thing. It is a thing. It's a thing. Chicanx uh-huh. is a thing. Yeah. Oh jeez. A Chicano or a Chicana of any gender. I mean. And then I don't like any of these one percent. Oh, that's Martin. Martin, you're in the Martin's in the one yeah, percent. Oh, doesn't like oh. any of them. Uh, but most people, m- most people like Hispanic. Forty-four to twenty-four percent over uh, Latino or Latina. And I, please, you know the point again, of personal privilege. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. yes go please ahead. Please do not use, use gendered gender. language to to, <laughs> to address everyone. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. 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 Yeah, that's a good point. Thank you. All right. Sit down if you would, please. You're embarrassing us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. As long as we're on PC stuff, the New Zealand Navy has gone gender neutral. They're allowing men and women to wear makeup, nail polish, eyelashes. You can you can do all that, no matter what gender you are in the New Zealand Navy. Here's the bigger thing, though. New Zealand has a navy. Right. I had no idea. That's amazing. That how, That's amazing. I got to look up stats on the, uh, <laughs> the, stats on the New thing. Zealand Navy. <laughs> the new rules make equal what male and female service members can now wear while they serve in the Navy and expand upon the kinds of jewelry, cosmetics, and hair that will now be allowed to be worn by all personnel, regardless of sex. The new guidelines will make no distinction between male and female members in terms of their personal grooming and appearance. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you can't even maintain order and discipline in the military anymore. Both men and women will now be allowed to wear discreet makeup and perfume slash cologne in moderation. Personal personnel may wear uh, a clear or pale nail varnish whilst in uniform (laughs) Uh, false eyelashes may also be worn provided they're trimmed neat and natural in appearance you don't want to get gaudy i guess but you can get girly if you're a guy but that's i mean that's all gendered terms which are yeah easy there completely completely outdated as far as jewelry is concerned rings may be worn on a maximum of two fingers one pair of stud or sleeper type what? earrings. I'm too old for this conversation. One in each earlobe when in uniform. Earrings are to be made of natural color to a maximum of five millimeters in diameter. No other body piercings will be allowed. Okay. Why the hate? Why can't I want to? Why can't I have a ring in my nose if I want to in the New Zealand Navy? <laughs> the New Zealand Navy. Which- why? Why do? Why does the New Zealand hate people with rings in their noses? Why? Um, what if I want a safety pin in my eyebrows? <laughs> what if I want that? You're going to tell me no? Who are you in the New Zealand Navy to say that? So the, these are regulations for a whopping uh, 2,050 regular, uh, serv- I guess, uh, seamen, I guess, if you want to do that. Did um, you just say the word seamen? Oh, oh, sea people. Oh, thank you. Sea people. <laughs> thank uh, you. Navy folk. Yeah. 2,050 regulars, uh, 392 mm. reserve, 108 civilian staff. So a grand total of 2,000. I'm talking stretching it now. 2,550 individuals. In the Navy? In the Navy. Uh, you New can Zealand. sail the seven seas. 
in the Navy. <laughs> uh, so that's the New Zealand's Navy. Listen to all the ships they have, You though. can wear whatever you please. In the Navy, <laughs> they have two frigates, four patrol vessels, no and way, one strategic two. sea lift ship. They have all of seven craft. Now, if we if we scroll on over to my other tab here, we go to the uh, the U.S. Navy. <clears throat> we have uh, 336 978 active duty, and you had civilian and reserve wear up to 718,032 people. So 718,000 in our Navy uh-huh. to 2,550 in their Navy. As far as our ships, I don't see that stat here, but I'm guaranteeing it's more than seven craft. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Pretty okay. sure it is. Let's see. Uh, back to the dress code, though, male and female personnel will also have gender-neutral hair guidelines, which means that long hair can be worn in a bun. Oh. You know, there's nothing more attractive than a man bun. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing. I maintain there's nothing more attractive in the world than a man bun. Do you have a guess on how many ships are in the U.S. Navy? <laughs> Seven in New Zealand. That's what you're Seven. measuring it against. 500. 490. Pretty close. Nice job. I was 10 off? Yeah, you overbid, so you, uh, you lost anyway. Okay. <laughs> I got to go back and sit down in the audience. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Yes. I do. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Bovine Scatology tweets: Does the X in Latin X's have that squiggly line above it, like the ends, like Latino, Latina? Oh, those little no, things. The little. What do they call? Yeah, it? I it's not an X something grand. It's an X something grand when you put a that mark over the E in French. French, yeah. So the Spanish little squiggly line thing is a tilde. A tilde. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like my not dog. as exotic sounding as X something grand. No, that's 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 good. I yeah, like that. Can that. you do a whole show in French? Would you do that for us sometime? Yeah, sure, someday. Uh, Carolina Bulldog. I moved to South Carolina from Ohio years ago because less snow. Hashtag climate refugee. <laughs> uh, from Third Rock, LAX called doesn't appreciate being appropriated. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's excellent. That's good. Excellent. Get it? I do. Uh, from Latherman 1791, I heard Latin X is way better than Latin 96 was. <laughs> See, that's the like Windows, Windows 96, 10, Windows yeah. 10. I like this. Latin this 10 is way better than Latin 96 yeah. probably be a better Well, I mean, that. it was until mm-hmm. they updated it. And right. then now it all does is crash. And all the bugs in it. Sure. Jeez. Hate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Got a tweet from The Hill. Dancing with the Stars judge, frustrated, Spicer is still being saved on the show despite low scores. There are really great dancers being sent home. Oh. Huh. So then uh, EJ at LOL, uh, the popular vote. Okay. Is that who tweeted this? Yeah. EJ and LOL. The popular vote is bad now? Yes. Great point. That's Awesome. Because that's what's moving him through, right? People calling up? Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Right. It's a. I thought it was a democracy. I thought that the popular vote was the way to go and not the electoral college. So the electoral college would kind of be the judges <laughs> and the people voting are sort of the democracy, aren't there they? Go. Yeah. yeah, they're the popular vote. 
But yeah, they can't stand that Sean Spicer is still alive on Dancing with the Stars. And I'm sure he's not good. I, I don't... <laughs> I've seen. I don't watch it. I've seen a seconds. couple of clips. He doesn't look like he's good. Uh, yeah, I have thirty <clears throat> seconds um, of uh, reference, and I can tell you, you're correct. He's but, not good. But I love the fact that he's yes, still on me it. Me too. <laughs> and it's driving them out of their minds. Anything that drives the left this nuts over nothing. It's funny. It is fun. It's just fun <laughs> to to uh, to watch him squirm a little bit. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We got this from. Uh, Paul Krugman. We haven't heard from Paul Krugman, who is a big. Uh, he's a. I guess he considers himself an economist. He's been wrong about virtually everything he's ever said in his life. He said lately, I've been getting some comments using the old line that if progressive get their way, everything will be like dealing with the DMV, right? Because it'll be run by the government. Wait, that's that's his lead argument there. Yeah. Okay. So am I the only person? Who has mainly had fairly positive experiences at the DMV? Yes. yes. Yes, you are, Paul. Wow. What a douche. I mean, he proves it every single time okay. he opens his mouth or puts something down and tweets. I, d- yeah, you're the only one. Seriously, that's what he's leading with? Oh, I can't wait to hear the rest of his argument here. That's going to be good. I mean, you have to take a number and wait for a few minutes. A few minutes. The last time I was at the DMV, <laughs> I waited for two and a half hours. And it's not a few minutes. Two Sometimes and a half hours. it's a few days. And then I got there and it was as, you know, they were nasty as can be. Right. And then you don't off. have the right document. You got to come back. You got to come back with your social security card, the original one you were given. It's know. not a good experience. Seriously. Just cross the border illegally and walk into a state Idiot. that gives it licenses to illegals because it's much easier. But that happens in the private sector, too. In fact, I only wish my interactions with, say, Verizon were as benign and wasted as little time as my DMV experiences. Oh, boy. Mm. Wow. That's a a good argument. Good case you make there, Paul. Yeah, it's powerful. (laughs) It's really powerful. Wow. And switch to Patriot Mobile while you're at it. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. Uh, All right. 888-900-3393. Did you see what the LA Times, their headline was uh, about the, the the family in Mexico that got killed? I mean, it's they they shifted the blame in the Mexico massacre to the people, the victims of the massacre. At least nine members of this, I guess, is an offshoot Mormon community in Mexico. I know they started out as polygamists. I don't know if they still are. Um, but the story from the Los Angeles Times reported on ties to violence of the family of the victims. What now? Yeah, it the the headline was something like, and I, I'm looking for it here, and I don't, I don't see the actual headline in the story, and Hang that's on. what the story is about. I'll find it. Um, it it was uh, family of massacre tied to violence in the past or something. So it made it look like... Long history of violence. Violence in the family. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it makes it look like they had this coming or it's because of that. I mean, the violence happened a long time ago. The uh, Ervil LeBaron family. So you're not even talking about these individuals. It's not even these people. It's like back in the 70s and 80s oh where my gosh, in the there were some hits going on between the warring families or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. 70s and 80s. And so they tied that in wow. to this. 
and these are just peaceful people, as far as I know. They they didn't uh, they didn't do anything wrong, to my knowledge. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, in 2009, family member and anti-violence activist Ben LeBaron was shot after speaking out against traffickers. So yeah, he was killed by by drug cartel people too. So that was the last violent thing that happened, but it was against them was as say, well. So it happened to them. It's now considered a long history of violence to speak out against drug cartels? That's unbelievable. Wow. Jeez, that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, so their distant relatives did something like 40 years ago, and so I guess they had it coming according to the Los Angeles Times. So they got a little bit of flack for this online, which they totally and completely deserve. I mean, the, the mainstream media is really despicable. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see the Stanford activists using a, their little Nazi techniques against Ben Shapiro? No. A group calling themselves the Coalition of Concerned Students circulated a flyer uh, that portrayed Ben Shapiro as an insect, which is exactly what Hitler did to the Jews in Germany. Portrayed them as rats and insects and made caricatures out of them to dehumanize them. I mean, that is unbelievable. The flyer was published in students uh, in Stanford student newspaper, the Stanford Review. Called for supporters to join in a silent rally against Shapiro during his sold-out speech, uh, which is actually tonight. The poster displays an image of what appears to be a bug spray bottle labeled Ben Be Gone with pictures of Shapiro's face interspersed with messages of various insects. Wow. That is really despicable. But that's the left. It sure is. So there will be not sure a is. nary a oh, peep out nope. of the media about this. That's right. If this was if this was the right doing something like this to the left, it would be the lead story on every broadcast today. And if they were doing this to someone on the left that you didn't know the name of before this instance, you Mm -hmm. know, they they would just find somebody. Yeah, they would. And they would make them famous because of this. When someone who is big and is popular on the right and this is happening to them, nah, we're not going to. It's not newsworthy. Doesn't ABC probably would say it doesn't uh, meet uh, uh, our standards uh, uh, to broadcast this story. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Jeez. Um,. The Stanford Review's editorial board condemned the poster as inane. Inane? Wow. Uh, not Nazi-like, not fascistic, not anti-Semitic. We would like to apologize to the Jewish community for the flyer put out with the Ben Begone bottle that resembled insect spray. We understand that this imagery plays into anti-Semitic tropes. That say Jews are insects and pests that need to be exterminated. <laughs> right. So the trope has been used to justify violence against Jews in many instances throughout history and is never acceptable. They went on to claim, as a coalition of concerned students that includes Jewish students, we're very sensitive to anti-Semitism. Really? Then why did you do the poster? As well as other forms of white supremacy. The coalition added that they condemn Shapiro's unwavering Islamophobia and anti-Semitism through his belief that the only way to be a real Jew is to agree with him and through his strong support of Zionism. What? 
Good gosh. I mean, still, even in their apology, I was gonna say, even- they're anti-Semitic. <laughs> Good golly, how do they get away with it? How? Well, because they're on the left. That's We all know the answer to it. Jeez. I uh, got this tweet from uh, Just Too Muck and Fudge. Mayor Pete, we should be Christians in giving more money to the government, but not when it comes to killing unborn babies. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Uh, perfect logic from the left. Also, uh, Hillary is warning now that the Democrat candidate, whoever it is, must be able to win the Electoral College. <laughs> Wait. Well, then it can't be her. <laughs> right. So we know she's not getting in. If she'd only known this rule before the last game. Right. <laughs> Twice failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton urged supporters Monday to elect a Democrat presidential candidate who can win the electoral vote. Hmm. We have to hope that whoever ends up nominated can win the electoral college. You think? Yeah, since that's that's, <laughs> that's how... the determining factor See, of who <laughs> becomes president. That's a pretty good thought, Hillary. That's the rules. Huh. That's the rules. That's what it says in the Constitution. See, Good for you. Yeah, they just they don't learn them before they play the game. Like Al Gore <laughs> thought you didn't have to win the state of Florida. Uh, <laughs> My goodness. Man. I think several of our candidates could win the popular vote, but as I know, that's not enough. Right. <laughs> Clinton has reportedly been considering jumping into the crowded field uh, and running. In October, she teased a possible presidential bid after Trump urged her to enter the race. You know, it is truly remarkable how obsessed he remains with me. She's not obsessed with him, though. And she only talks about him right, every single day. She's bringing him up. Every day. She probably has nightmares about him. That's funny. I'll bet she does. Now I'm laughing. <laughs> but this latest tweet is so typical of him. Nothing has been more examined and looked at than my emails. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Keep talking. We all know that. So he's either lying or delusional or both. There was no subpoena, as he says in his tweet this morning. Uh, so maybe there does need to be a rematch. I mean, obviously, I can beat him again. Whoa. I love that she thinks that. Again. Since she didn't beat him last mm-hmm. time. But just seriously, I don't understand. I don't think anybody understands what motivates him other than personal grievance, other than seeking adulation. I, I really kind of want her to get into it so she loses again. Hmm. Uh, can you imagine if she lost again and lost the, I was the popular say, vote? Do you think she'd lose the popular vote, I too? think so, yeah. <laughs> I do. I don't think Democrats like her that much. Man, so, so are we not careful what <laughs> we wish for, but are we actively hoping that she does? I kind of show? am. Yeah, I, 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 because I seriously don't think she can beat him. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, the left is kind of in disarray, and, and, and the front runner never stays up there more than a few weeks at a time. Right. So we're about due for another one. Uh, but a year is a, is, a, is, a long a, time. is a long time to get to know someone enough to want to vote for them on the left, but not to really understand who they are. Yep. So you might be right. It might be... A better play to have Hillary in there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Uh, let's go to John in California. Hey, John, you're on the blaze. Yeah, and I got a solution okay. for global warming. Um, we take all the uh, we we build uh, windmills inside of all the hearing rooms in Congress. Then we bring all the whistleblowers in, and as they testify, they'll turn the turbine <laughs> and it'll solve the global warming crisis. <laughs> That's a lot of hot air. Yeah, that would keep yeah. those turbines going for a long time. Uh, thanks, John. That just might do the that just might do the job. 
Mm-hmm. Finally make wind energy viable. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, uh, I guess Julian Castro, who had to get $800,000, he had a fundraising goal of $800,000 by the end of October, or he was going to he was gonna have to quit. Oh. He raised the money. So. Oh, no, no. Sadly, he raised the That's money. That's not how I saw that story ending. I know. Me neither. Dang it. Apparently, they got more than a million in October from nearly 50,000 donors. Uh, he had previously said if he didn't get it, he'd have to he'd have to quit. And sadly, he did get it. I don't like that guy. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Don in Florida. Hey, Don, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. How you doing, guys? Hey, Keith. Good. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I, I, I got two, two points real quick. Mm-hmm. One is, why can't we establish a no-fly zone down in Mexico at least 100 miles in and then call it a day? Just put the military down there. Screw you guys. You're not coming past this if you're going to be you know, doing drugs and stuff like that. Uh, and number two, wasn't it Louis Farrakhan who called the Jews gnats a few, few, a few uh, months back? You're talking about inciting violence. Yeah. Louis Farrakhan can get away with it. Oh, Farrakhan's and, done and it these, multiple these, times, too. Multiple yeah, and, times. And, 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 then, and then you've got these, these, these morons, these well-educated morons, um, you know, Calling basically the Jews gnats with yeah. uh, Ben Begons and stuff. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Don. Uh, very true. And as far as the southern border, you would think uh, that something w- that we could agree on something to protect this country and our people from what's going on down there. I mean, we've got these vicious killers who are just right across the border who just slaughtered a family of nine who just slaughtered three women and six children, including babies, uh, just riddled them with bullets indiscriminately, didn't care. They didn't care. And it's those animals that can come and go across the border almost at, at their leisure. Mm-hmm. And we do nothing about it. it. It is amazing. And you'd think we could agree on that. You'd think we could agree. But- okay, we got to stop that somehow. But it's the but same nope. society that can't agree on the definition mm. of a gender anymore. Yeah, right. Well, this Point guy... Point personal privilege. Oh, this guy yes. is... Yeah. Uh-huh. Please do Please. not uh-huh. use gendered language to, to address everyone. We can't agree on that, right? <laughs> I think he was going to say communicate. Yeah. And then it just stuck right there in his throat. Please do not use gendered language <laughs> uh, Neil in Arizona, you're on the blaze. Hi. Have you noticed that the left, especially on the TV, I haven't heard anything about gun control in Mexico. They've got mm. these murders. I guess you could call them post-birth abortions. Down in Mexico, they're blaming people that didn't do anything wrong, that can't mm. do anything wrong. And they're not bringing up the fact that Mexico has gun laws. And those people could not defend themselves. Right. But then the cartels have weapons that are equal to an army. Yeah. Nobody has complained about it. But they complain about you and I trying to be a neighbor and protect each other with something that's semi-automatic. Yep. A really good point. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate it. I got a a plan here. Let's just kind of noodle this out. Mm -hmm. What if we have, like, gun dealers down along the border sell... Weapons, high-powered weapons, mm-hmm. to drug cartels. And we could track the weapons, 
and that'll lead us to the drug <laughs> cartel. Then we'll go in and weed them out. What do you think? You like that plan? We can call it Fast wow. and Furious. Name I'm it just, after the movie kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, sure. I'm yeah. just kind of I'm throwing out ideas <laughs> yeah. here and see if any of them stick. <laughs> <clears throat> that is an idea that stuck in 2009, of course, and uh, turned out really well. Uh, well. Uh, stupid. What not, a stupid, stupid plan. Obama. Not for us. It didn't turn out well. No. Nope. I mean, they even found those guns at the Paris. Yes, they did. Terrorist shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just such a stupid, stupid move by the administration. Yep. And, um, you know, <clears throat> killed a Border Patrol agent. Uh, yep. Yeah. Ryan Terry. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, 933 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Apparently, Democrats have just accidentally sparked a federal fracking boom. <laughs> I love this. Concho Resources said that in order to mitigate risk from a potential ban on fracking in 2021, the company is running rigs on its federal acreage right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, the comment comes in light of the relatively strong rise of Elizabeth Warren, who's arguably the front runner now, and uh, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, of course, trailing a little bit, although a new poll in New Hampshire has him in first place. Um, but these top-tier candidates all want a fracking ban. They want to ban hydraulic fracking. As president, neither would be able to outright ban the practice entirely because it would in- require an act of Congress. But their ability to disrupt the use of fracking on federal lands uh, would be much greater. Mm. If Senator Warren were to win... And she was getting a lot of airtime in our meetings, according to Jake Roberts, uh, an analyst at Houston's Tudor Pickering and Holt uh, company. He said, we were surprised to see people taking it so seriously. Wow. So they're discussing Elizabeth Warren in these oil company meetings? So they're discussing Elizabeth Warren at oil company meetings and uh, at billionaire meetings. I mean, Bill Gates is talking about her. Uh, Jamie Dimon is talking about her. The oil industry is talking about her. She would be an absolute catastrophe to this country. Wow. And I think our corporations and our wealthy, the people who employ millions of people, are starting to realize this. And I think they're going to hopefully ban against her. I mean, join together (laughs) against her. Because it's frightening to think that she might be the president of the United States. It is frightening. And so because they're worried about this, they're doing more fracking than they ever have. <laughs> they're speeding up the fracking process yep. and trying to flood the market, which... It's just smart. It's Yeah, and it's hopefully, I would think, going to bring the price of gas down. Hopefully. And just in time for the 2020 election. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another good idea from one of the uh, brilliant uh, Democrat candidates. This time from Kamala Harris, who only has about, I don't know, half a percent of support anymore. Nobody even pays attention to what she's saying. I mean, this has gotten very little play. But um, she's introducing a bill that would extend the school day by two hours in order to accommodate working parents. Isn't that wonderful? What? Harris's bill would set up a pilot program that provides funds to 500 schools to keep their doors open from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Whoa. <laughs> for Whoa. five years, after which time the program will be evaluated for its effectiveness. Ten-hour school day. Man. Kids are going to love that. They're going to love that. 
There's kids in my neighborhood get off the bus at like 4.50 in the evening. Two more hours of learning? Yes, please. Yes, we haven't what they're gonna say. indoctrinated them enough. So let's, let's uh, hand them over to the government schools for even longer. The logic behind the bill is that the standard workday runs until 5, but the <laughs> school day ends around 3. That creates difficulties for working parents, oh. especially those with inflexible schedules. Hmm. So the so the uh, the fix for this is again more time uh-huh. with the government. Yes, your kids get to spend more time at school. Awesome, isn't that a great idea? My goodness, are we trying to kill our kids? Ten hour school days, so fifty hour school weeks, mm-hmm. basically. Yes, is, is you got a problem with that? Well, I mean, well, first of all, I'm proud of myself on the math that, that I was. Quickly yeah, it's pretty able to good. Do. Thank you. It's pretty good. Um, but my goodness, do, do parents even want to see their kids? Don't answer that, parents. Seriously. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. It's like it's bedtime by the time they get home. And you know what? They're going to feed them supper, too, with with more tax dollars. They'd have to, yeah. They're going to feed them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And dinner. All at school. Family meal. Maybe that's part of the plan. Part of the plan. You know it. And, And you know kids have activities, man. Come on. They have baseball practice. They have softball practice. Not to mention homework. homework. So you're going to get there at 6. You're oh. going to eat dinner. It's going to be 7, 7.30. <clears throat> you got to clean up the dishes. You know, maybe 8 o'clock, you're starting your homework. Well, uh, where's, wow. the, where's the practice come in? Yeah, you know? the practices. Jeez. Please stop killing our kids. I know you, you already kill them <clears throat> in the womb, Democrats. Can you leave them alone once they escape? My goodness. No, thank you. Plus, you homeschool anyway, so wouldn't affect your kids. Okay, but I still have to pay for these extended hours through my <laughs> yes. property taxes. Yes, you do. My yes. goodness. And, and any time a, a federal program mm-hmm. aims to fix schools, I mean, they're, they're, it's it's over before it begins anyway. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow, it's Moron Trivia Day. Mm, mm-hmm. Second hour, more on trivia, which the matchup is... Uh, Arizona Cardinals and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. <laughs> Be here. Aloha. Let's see you tomorrow. Oh, that's good. I just thought that up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>